Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hello, and welcome to The Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I thought we'd kick things off with another listener review. This one is by Design Mantra, and she says, I've been listening to this podcast for over a year now. I love how Leanne talks about various concepts in a crisp and clear manner. The content is always fresh and applicable to any stage of an entrepreneurial journey. Well, Design Mantra, thank you so much. I cannot tell you how much it means to me that you took the time to leave a review. And if you'd like to be featured on this show, then head on over to the Business of Thinking Big. Find the place where you can click to rate and review the show. It takes just a few minutes and I promise you, you will absolutely make a podcaster's day and you help other people like you find the show, which I so very much appreciate. I am really excited to be joining you today after a bit of a recording hiatus. I have actually not recorded a fresh episode for y'all in quite some time And that is because uh, in late June, I was wrapping some things up. I took some time off with the family. So I batched the heck out of this podcast in the spring, in the late spring, and uh, handed everything over to my team. And now I am back after 10 days away in nature with the family, 10 days of sun and sand and just absolute relaxation. And I came back full of ideas for you guys, and I can't wait to share them. And this episode is actually inspired by my brand new mini course, How to Be Productive for Mamapreneurs, which we just put the finishing touches on. And actually, it just at the time of recording this, just went available for purchase this morning. So we have our first few uh, students into the program already, and I'm feeling really good about how this program is going to change lives. And at such a small price point that we're so excited about that we're able to share this far and wide. The reason why we created this program and why I'm creating this podcast for you today is because this is the number one problem that I think my mamapreneurs are facing is they don't feel like they're getting enough done. They want to be more productive and they want to use their time wisely, aka they want to work smarter, not harder. And I I just get this all the time in all of my groups, in my coaching programs, my one-on-one clients. I do this work with people and it's a problem that never seems to go away. (laughs) And in fact, it's a problem that has only been made greater in the last six months or so since we have been dealing with COVID-19 and many of us have been trying to work from home with our families here, trying to homeschool our children, trying to do it all. Uh, And so that's where the new mini course was born from. And as a result, I I just thought I want to share 
this stuff as widely as I possibly can. The mini course is great, but this is a perfect place to start if you're just dipping a toe into productivity. This episode is going to give you a lot of the foundational stuff I cover in the mini course. So where I want to start today, I'm going to cover seven key pillars to getting more done. Seven things that I feel like if you can even start to put some work into even half of these seven things, I guarantee you're going to see results. Okay. But like everything else in business, the key isn't just the tactics, right? The tactics, the things that we actually go and implement, they're actually the last thing for us to be thinking about. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that needs to happen before we get to that tactical level. And some of you probably know already where I'm going with this. It's got to start with mindset. So pillar number one of getting more done is to adopt what I call a time abundance mindset. So in many ways, how we feel about time is related to how we feel about money. So if we are the kind of person that lives in scarcity, if we feel like there is never enough money and we're always starving and in need of more money, we often approach time that way too. Now that's not always the case, but typically when we struggle with thoughts of scarcity, they start to show up in how we approach our time. So one of the things I hear people say a lot is, oh, if I only had more time, I could get more done right? And they make time the enemy. So I want to encourage you here to notice if this is what's happening with you. I want you to just take a second, do a bit of a check-in. Have you had thoughts of time scarcity? Things like, there's never enough time. Oh, she can do that because she has childcare. She has way more time than me. If you notice you're getting even competitive with how much time you have to work on your business, those are all signs that we're living in a place of time scarcity. We want to shift that to a place of time abundance. So what are some of the things that someone would think about who is achieving all of their goals, right? Because when we talk about getting more done, we're really talking about achievement. We're talking about achieving the things we'd like to achieve, So what are those people thinking? Well, I can tell you they're not thinking, oh gosh, I don't have enough time. No, they're successful. They're thinking I've had more than enough time to complete this task. So that's what I think we need to be approaching productivity with first and foremost. You know that if you've listened to anything I've ever done, you know that I think mindset is foundational. We really won't see success. There's no one tip or strategy that I can give you that's going to fix things if we don't get the right mindset in place first. So that's what I want you thinking about is how can it create a positive mindset when it comes to getting stuff done, even if you don't have as much time as you'd like, because if we position time as the enemy, how are we going to see our relationship with time? Okay. I just want you to think about that. If anyone, if you've got anyone or anything in your life that you think of as the enemy, what is your relationship like with that thing or that person? It's probably not great. So this has to be the foundation, having what I call a time abundance mindset. And I go into a lot more detail in the mini course, which I'll share with you at the end of this episode. Okay. So that's pillar number one, mindset. Pillar number two is we need to get clear on what 
is important. Because again, when we talk about getting stuff done, it's not all stuff is created equal, right? We don't want to just get a whole bunch of things done. We want to be specific. And if you're feeling a lack of productivity, it's because you aren't getting done the specific things that you'd like to get done that will give you those feelings of progress. So in this pillar number two, find out what's important. You've really got to do some soul searching. You've got to understand what you want to create in your life and what are the goals or accomplishments that are going to give you those feelings. Again, I go way deeper down this path. We do a whole five-year vision exercise in the productive mini course because I feel like this is really, really important. I feel like there's too many of us running around like a chicken with our heads cut off going, I got to get more done. I got to get, oh, I'm not getting enough done. But at the end of the day, we're not actually clear on what we want to get done. And I see this so much with my coaching clients when they'll start to talk to me. I just had this happen this morning, actually. Someone started to talk to me about a marketing strategy. And I said, well, what are we marketing? What is it that you'd like to see? And it turned out that she hadn't even got clear on what she wanted to create in her business that the marketing was supposed to support. So we have to start with those desired end results. What is it that's important to us that we'd like to achieve? And then pillar number three is super related to that. It is, we have to get clear on what is not important. Because again, we can't do it all. I don't care if you are superhuman and you never need to sleep and you have a full 24-hour day, there's still going to be limitations. We're still going to have to decide what is and is not important to us. So once you get clear on what you do want to accomplish, what matters to you, then, this is the tricky part, then you have to say, okay, what doesn't matter to me? that might get in the way of me accomplishing my real goals. And that is where we have to really ask ourselves some tough questions. That is where we've really got to look at those competing side projects and those opportunities, or as I like to call them, not-portunities that pop up, things that feel like a really juicy possible collaboration, but really isn't getting us any closer to our goals. That's where we got to look at those things and say, "Uh uh-uh, this is a distraction. It's not getting me to where I want. And it's time for me to set it aside so I can focus on what really matters to me. And this is hard to do because we think we are superhuman, but we think we can do everything and nobody can do it better than we can. Nobody can do X, Y, Z better than me. I got to do all the things in my business. So once we get clear on that, and you can see how detrimental that kind of thinking can be to someone who wants to grow a successful business, because at the end of the day, you don't actually want to be, as the CEO of your enterprise, you don't want to be doing all of the things, right? The CEO isn't cleaning the toilets in the bathroom, I can tell you that, or shouldn't be. (laughs) Sometimes they are, but... That's where we have to say, okay, now that I've identified what I need to focus on, and then I've identified all these things that are not in my zone of genius, they are not getting me closer to my goals, then I get to decide, do I want to outsource these things? Do I want to minimize it so it's not as big of a thing? 
Or do I just want to eliminate it altogether? Do I even need to be doing this thing? And that's where you'll start to see some real magic happen when you can just clear away the clutter. The key to getting more done is getting clear on what is important to you to get done and then making room for those things, really prioritizing those things above all other things. So this shows up in business just as much as it shows up in motherhood, right? As leaders of our family, we often have to make decisions about what is important to us. Certain things are going to get prioritized and other things are going to go. I'm going to give you an example of some things that might pop up and might get, I'll just say other people's agendas might show up on my to-do list. So when the neighborhood, you know, the mom down the street reaches out to me and says, oh, we need one more mom to participate in the bake sale. Well, I will tell you that I am not the bake sale mom. If you don't know this about me already, now you do. (laughs) That is, it's just not my jam. And I have nothing against the bake sale mom. There are other things that I love to do with my kids and even, you know, with their school and their activities, but bake sale is not one of them. So that's a great example of a not opportunity. It might feel like, oh, this might get me closer to some other neighborhood moms. Maybe it might lead to some business. No. At the end of the day, it's really not an opportunity that gets me closer to my goals. And I'm just going to have to say no to some of those things. So that's what this pillar number three is really about. It's about learning what doesn't matter and saying no to it gracefully. And I teach an entire script because women struggle with this so much. I teach an entire script on how to politely say no to an opportunity so that we can focus on what matters. I teach that script inside the mini course, How to Be Productive for Mamapreneurs, because I know how hard this is for us because we want to keep people happy. Many of us are people pleasers and we want to be liked and we want the neighborhood moms to, you know, uh, really appreciate us and be grateful. We don't want to ruffle any feathers, but these little things saying yes to these little items on someone else's agenda is what's getting in the way of you getting what you want. I promise you that is true. And I know you might not want to hear it, but we are not saying no to enough things. We're saying yes to far too many things. So those first three pillars are imperative. Number one, we've got to have that time abundance mindset. Number two, we've got to get clear on what's important to us. And number three, equally, we got to get clear on what's not important to us. That's equally important. And then moving on to number four, we've got to get clear on our available resources. Because if we want to accomplish anything, if we want to solve any problem, we have to have resources at our disposal. And the resources that I teach about are the resources of our time, our mental energy or focus, and money. Those are our our top three resources at our disposal at any given time. And anytime we have a problem in our business or we have a goal we want to accomplish we can tap into those resources. Now, it might feel like we don't have as much of a certain resource as we would like, and that's okay. Pillar number four is really about understanding what we do have. And that's why I say 
the productivity principles that I teach really could apply to you whether you have three hours a week to work on your business or 30 hours a week to work on your business. Now, at the time of recording this, I usually spend, I would say about 20 to 25 hours a week working on my business right now. That is significantly reduced to what I was putting in as of, say, six months ago. And a lot of that has to do with COVID-19 and the situation we're living in. But regardless, I'm still able to get done the things that I need to get done because I'm putting these principles in place and because any day of the week, I know exactly how much time, mental energy, or money I have to devote to a certain project. And so I invite you to start to get clear on that. What we tend to do is we tend to get all woe is me and go, oh, I just, I don't have enough time. So I guess I can't launch that podcast. Or how could I possibly, you know, create this new signature talk when I don't have any hours in the day? And the truth is when I ask people to get clear on this, they always discover that they do have more time than they think, but they're just not using it wisely. And that's what I'm going to get to in a little bit. But before I do that, I just want to make this clear that when you're looking at your resources, you have time, mental energy, or money. There is always a way you can solve any issue with one of those things. Now you may choose not to, and that's fine. Or you may say, you know what, this issue right here that I want to solve is so much better solved by somebody else. I'm going to throw a couple hundred dollars at that problem. And that person who can do that better than me and faster than me is going to take care of that. And so I do teach this in the mini course, how to get clear on what should be outsourced. So what we should be doing ourselves versus what we should be allowing others to do and investing in others to do. There's a very clear formula that I teach that if something doesn't fall into certain criteria, that it definitely should be outsourced. And again, you might be saying, well, I don't have any money for outsourcing, but at the end of the day, this is your business. And if you've been getting by doing everything yourself and trying to get stuff for free, I'm going to say at a certain point, you need to invest in taking things further if you want to reach that next level. So that's why this pillar of understanding your resources. Now, naturally, the more resources you have, the more you can accomplish. If you have endless time, if you have endless dollars to invest, then you can get a heck of a lot more done. But if you're looking at your calendar and you can see, gosh, I only have about five hours a week to work on this one goal that's really important to me, then you've got to get clear on, is that something that can be done in that time, right? Is that goal actually aligning with the resources you have allotted for it? And if not, if it's feeling like an unrealistic goal, well, you've got to maybe make some changes. You might have to minimize the goal or you might want to find a way to create more time, or you might want to invest in hiring help. The relationship between the resources that we have and the results that we want to create in our business is very important. And when we don't understand that those two things need to be in alignment, what tends to happen is we get frustrated, we get angry, our emotions start to come out in not so positive ways, and we make no progress. And that is not what I want for you. 
I want you to be productive. I want you to get the things done that you want, but you need to understand that we have to have some resources at our disposal to get anything done. And we have to be honest with ourselves. If we need more resources, what do we do? Well, we get resourceful. (laughs) right? We go out, we find ways of creating more time. We ask for the help that we need. We get childcare, we go and hire childcare, or we get up a couple of hours earlier. There's always a way if it matters to you. And it just might not matter to you. And that's okay, right? You might say at the end of the day, this goal isn't important. But if you're going through this work with me and you're at a point where you have something you want to get done, my guess is it is important to you and it's worth getting the resources you need, even if that means you've got to ask for help. Far too many of us are trying to accomplish great things without asking for any help And it's just setting ourselves up for failure. So please, please arm yourself with the right resources of time and money and energy so that you can accomplish the things that you want. Okay, that's my rant on resources. Pillar number five of getting more done is the concept of batching and time blocking. And I teach these in tandem inside the mini course because they very much belong together. We want to look at first batching, and I'll explain what that is. Batching is essentially the idea of putting like tasks together in a bucket and doing them all at the same time, right? So when we do that, we're being efficient with our time. So a great example of that is if you had to send out multiple invoices per week. What doesn't make sense is for you to have to go into your accounting system, go into someone's file, create the invoice, send it out, close it all down, and then you're coming back six or seven times later in the week to do that. It's a super duper waste of time. What we want to do instead is we want to sit down, get in there, and then hammer out those five or six invoices all in one go, in one batch, if you will. That's the concept. And here's where a lot of time is wasted because what we're asking our brains to do is something called context switching. We're asking our brains to go back and forth and back and forth between different contexts, different types of tasks. And it's exhausting for the brain to do that. It takes a while for us to sit down and get into a zone. And so a great example of this would be Um, let's say you're writing email copy from a promotion that you have coming up and you know it's going to take a couple of hours, but you're feeling like it's kind of daunting. So you break it up into separate emails that you're going to write over the course of the week. Well, it takes a while for the brain to get in that creative mode of crafting emails and using creative language. It's a real skill set. And so to have to start and stop and start and stop multiple times throughout the week is not the most effective use of time. I'd rather you set aside a couple of hours, sit down and hammer out a first draft of all of those emails while you're in that zone. It's a much more effective and efficient way to get things done. So batching is important because we need to start to put the similar tasks together. We need to say, okay, these tasks right here look alike. They're kind of using the same part of my brain. They all go in this bucket. And if I look at that batch of items, that's probably about a two and a half hour job. Great. 
Now we move to time blocking, which is looking at your calendar and blocking off significant chunks of time. So you can see why blocking and batching have to go together because you have to have the amount of time available to then get the batches of work done. So I don't love it when people separate these concepts. I like to teach them together and that's how I've done it in the mini course because we always think, oh, the problem's time blocking. It's time blocking. So people will sit down with their calendar and they'll block things off. But what happens when you do that is you're missing certain tasks that should go into that block because we haven't appropriately batched. I hope this is making sense. I hope it's not going, we're not going too far ahead here, but time blocking and batching is really important. I think ideally you want to get into a state of flow with your business tasks. So one of the ways in which I've talked about this already in a podcast, a previous podcast called How I Structure My Week. One of the things that I do is I have days where I do see clients And then I have days where I don't see clients and I'm working more behind the scenes in my business. And that has been incredibly helpful in helping me get more done because I'm not constantly going back and forth between serving a client and working on my marketing and serving a client and looking at my finances, right? Those are different skill sets. So even that is a form of batching. And I highly recommend that as a practice if you currently are in a in a business where you serve clients face-to-face, whether that's virtual or in person, I want you to have some of your days where you do not see clients. And essentially, if you're doing this well, if you're batching your tasks and then you're blocking off the time for it, you're using your time better. What you're going to find is you've got this leftover white space in your day, which is really helpful because that's the space that we can then start to kind of play with. You will find through this batching and time blocking that you get more done in less time. And that is why it's a foundational principle of time management, of productivity that I teach in detail in the mini course. So that's pillar number five, batching and blocking. And pillar number six, once we've blocked off that time, then we need to protect those time blocks. We need to protect our time like the mama bears that we are. And we need to make sure that no, no thing, no person is going to interfere with us using that time. That's where we need to get the family on board, right? We might need to invest in childcare. We need to set aside any distractions. We close down email so that when we're sitting With that block of two or three hours, we are getting done what we intend to in that two or three hour block. That is where most people are falling short. A lot of people are applying the time blocking principle in theory, but when it gets down to it, they're allowing these little distractions to kind of seep in and infiltrate and they're not effectively using the time at the end of the day that they've gone to such great lengths to block off, right? It's not enough time to just block off the time. We then have to use the time wisely so that we're getting done the things that we said we want to get done. So there's lots of things that go into protecting those time blocks, but I've touched on it. It's minimizing distractions, 
It is closing out the rest of the world. Those not opportunities have to be set aside or said no to. So we stay focused on the time that we have and what we said we want to achieve within that time. Okay. I hope that's making sense. These two pillars, six, uh, number five, batching and blocking. Number six, then protecting those blocks are really a foundational piece of getting more done. And I'd love to see you start to apply this in your life. Okay. And the final pillar, number seven, is to celebrate your progress. You've heard me say this on this podcast before that too many of us are plowing forth in pursuit of these big goals and dreams that we care about, that we've been working towards. And when we get there, in a blink of an eye, we're just moving on to the next goal. And I feel like this is such a wasted opportunity. In order to feel progress, we actually have to stop and acknowledge our progress. I know it's crazy, right? But this is a key to being more productive is to actually feel productive. It's to produce something, to enjoy it, to celebrate what we work towards. And then we can start to think about what is that next milestone we are working towards. I really feel like most of us are not taking time to celebrate our own successes enough. So even if that's something simple like, you know, you finally launched that online course that you've been working towards for the last three months, celebrate that success. Bring your team together for a virtual high five or have a celebratory dinner with your family and toast to your success and really just revel in that for a moment. This is really part of the science of achievement and the work that I do. And I feel like we're missing this. And I really feel like we should be enjoying our success that we're working so hard for so much more. So that event celebrating might be going out and rewarding yourself with something that you love, say, you know, a day at the spa, or maybe it's a new um, laptop computer bag or something like that. Really celebrating it in the way of rewarding yourself or rewarding your team if it's something you've been working on. But this is my seventh pillar, and there you have them all, all seven pillars of how to get more done. And as I mentioned, this is so important to me that I help women achieve more, that I have gone ahead and built a mini course. Now we have attached a low cost to this mini course. In my opinion, this course is worth $500, hands down. What you will accomplish as a result of this course is worth literally hundreds. However, we've put a small price point on it and for a limited time, you will get $10 off this mini course with the promo code podcast. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T. This course is something that you can easily complete in say 24, 48 hours. It is designed for rapid implementation. So it's designed so that you can do the exercises, you can get clear on this stuff, you can start to implement these strategies right away. So I promise you, if getting more done is something that's important to you, this could be one of the most powerful tools in your toolkit to do so. And just add a couple of bucks. I promise you, I don't know of a more effective and affordable solution 
to this problem of lack of productivity out there on the market. And I've done so much training. I've invested so much in learning how to be more productive that I've really boiled this down to the key foundations, the key principles that I think you absolutely need to know if you want to get more done in less time in these times. So it is doable whether you have five hours a week to work on your business or 50 hours a week. It really is something that everyone can get something out of and it's all there for you. You can head on over to mamasandco.com slash productive. So mamasandco.com slash productive. We will link to that in the show notes. And once you're there, if you are interested in investing in this program, just go ahead and use the promo code podcast at checkout. You will save $10 on the cost of this program. So for a couple dozen bucks, you're going to get some of my very best tools when it comes to productivity. I truly hope that you will check it out at the very least. But if you are not going to invest in that program, then as I say, what I taught in this podcast is it's a great start. You can take these concepts, you can apply them right away, and you will see results. But if you want to take things further, faster, and you've got big goals and dreams you want to achieve ASAP, then I highly recommend the mini course, How to Be Productive for Mamapreneurs. Okay, I hope you found this episode valuable. I hope you are able to get more done in your very precious time. I want to see you go forth, apply these techniques, and succeed. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business of Thinking Big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com.